ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? What's up, Big? I'm, I'm, like, I'm having all right over there. I'm having a rough go today. You are a little bit. It's all right. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? I think my headphones weren't fully in, so I was just getting like one channel. So I didn't hear the robot voice, <laughs> and I heard like the, the the beefy man voice, and I'm like, either that chicken had some acid in it, or my headphones are messed up. Oh, wait unfortunately, a it was the headphones that were messed up. I was like, if the teriyaki chicken has acid in it today. I'm taking it home. Take two of them. I'm like, I'll take all the chicken you have. Yeah. I'm taking it home. What's the shelf life on this chicken? Can I freeze it? And how long can I keep it? Let's eat some chicken before we get on this plane. This winter's going to be awesome. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That would be so great. I don't even know. Imagine you spend the night and then I wake up the next morning and you're wide awake. Just like, (laughs) Steve, are you okay? I don't know. I ate some chicken. Like, oh, crap. You had the wrong chicken. I told you. I thought the A stood for, like, top quality. Like, you know, there's the B level and then there's the A level. No, this is the acid level. <laughs> Son of a bitch. There's acid in the chicken. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible... Can you imagine being at a campsite just, like, eating chicken and somebody's like, there's acid in the chicken! That's the there's acid, acid in the chicken! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> eat the turkey! I told you to eat the turkey! I couldn't tell which one was which. I saw fowl and I ate it! I made a sandwich. Why is it talking from the inside out? What? This chicken's trying to leave my body. Right? You don't have anything to do for 36 hours, do you? <laughs> don't say that, man. Don't say that. We're going to San Diego to find its father. He said the San Diego oh, chicken's his father. <laughs> What's going on? By the way, call to actions on Twitter. People are like, donate to this or whatever. Right. Like, sometimes I do, but usually I scroll right over it. Last night I saw a big low tweet, or yesterday it was like big low tweeted out like, Vote Blitz for the for the mascot Hall of Fame, and I forget what I was doing. I was like, "Oh, hang on, I got to do this right now." <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Blitz. I even sometimes I do that. I'll see like some friends like, "Hey, vote for me for this." I'm needed. I'm trying to be this or I'm trying to be that. And I'm like, "Yeah, you got it." I click on the link. It says, "Need to be like need to have an account with this website in order to vote." Out. I'm like, "Ah, sorry, man. I couldn't vote for you. That would have taken an extra 30 seconds." <laughs> right. And like right like you look at it, but that one I was like, "Oh, Blitz in the Hall of Fame, Mascot Hall of Fame." Ooh. Yeah, I got to stop and do this Ooh. right now. If you're if you're doing a Mount Rushmore of mascots. Oh, Jesus, Steve. That's a loaded question. I know, cuz there's a lot of sports. All right. Cuz that is a lot of pressure to put on you. I, I mean, San Diego chicken has to be up there. Okay, yeah, because I'm trying to think, like, oh, first, first mascots to pop into your mind. Obviously, at some point, if you were actually sitting down, you could put a lot more thought and effort into this, but we don't have that kind of time. But, like, the first four that you really think about. I would say San Diego Chicken, uh-huh. Philly Fanatic. That's a good call. Philly the, Fanatic's awesome. The Gorilla in Phoenix. Dude, I got to see the Gorilla perform live oh. at the Super Bowl because we went, you know— we went to the Super Bowl where the Seahawks lost in Phoenix. Yeah. And Craig Gass hooked us up the night before, or two nights before, I can't remember. He got us, like, courtside seats, practically. I think we were just, like, one level above court. Uh, uh, tickets to see the Suns play. I think they were playing the Bulls. They were. All right, nice. And I did not realize how awesome that mascot was until I was there to witness it. You're right, dude. The, that Right up there with Squatch when, yeah. when, when we had uh, the Sonics mascot. And I say the Cougar from BYU. Super athletic. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the Cougar from uh, WSU. Who likes Butch to, T? Yeah, likes to take his shirt off and drink with all the uh, the, the, the fans. All right, good for him. I like that guy. I said, so I. I've, I, I got to get to a game out there. 
I know that's still. A, I feel like, granted, it's going to be an unnecessary argument with my wife, but I would love to make that trip with you. Yes, because and it's an unnecessary argument, not because we have a child, not because I'd be gone for the day, but because she's a massive Huskies fan and hates the Cougars. Oh, really? Well, I she think went, I knew that. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a family divided because, like, you know, RJ, her cousin, went to WSU. Sid went to UW. All right. And so there's, there's now also another member of the family went to WSU, which pissed Sid off. But then somebody was uh, was drafted or drafted was uh, uh, got a scholarship to do the women's softball, and then Sid was happy because that was for UW. Like, UW's just, got a good program too. Yeah, but I think she ended up leaving because then they, like they they had her, and she was supposed to be like their main like I don't know the main first baseman. Let's just say. All right. And then all of a sudden they signed like the hottest like. Rookie or you know hottest freshman freshman in the in the country, at, and that plays that position as well. And she's like, yeah, the writing's on the wall. I'm going to train. You know, she had she had no choice. I mean, look when you're in the, when you're as competitive as they are in women's softball, that's going to happen. Yeah. So that was just like one of those things where like, oh, we're so excited, we're going to go. I was like, I'll go to games. I'm all for it. Like that's going to be a blast. Go cheer her on. And then now she's going somewhere else outside of Washington State. I'm like, son of a yeah, you're out, stupid freshman. <laughs> Man, no love for gritty. Well, look, I like Gritty, but <laughs> that's a controversial pick. He's still young. He's still young. That's what I'm no. saying. And like, look, the Cougar for BYU, people give me crap about, but like, the son is so athletic and does crazy stuff. The fanat- to me, the fanatic and the San Diego Chicken, though, like, those are just the first two mascots. They're OGs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but man, I forgot how fun the Philly fanatic was. Yeah, he was kind of like that era's Gritty. Exactly. Made no sense. He was a D. Yeah, to a fun. lot of people. Remember Tommy the Sword had like got in a fight with him and stuff? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like the Met too, Mr. Met, Mr. Met, mainly because of the ESPN Sports Center commercials. Did you see the one of the Mr. Mets got caught? Uh, I think it was this summer or something. He got caught driving with like like a, a decent amount of cocaine. <laughs> what? Yeah. He, so it wouldn't have been a story other than like he got busted. Then it's like, oh wait a minute, this is Mr. Met. No. I'm they almost have, positive that was this year. Maybe it was last year. Mr. Met. Let's see. Cocaine. Yeah, I think Mr. <laughs> Mr. Met was. <laughs> I do a Google search. First thing that comes up is Mr. Met middle finger. Mr. Met mascot. Mr. Met. No, no, no cocaine yet. Let's All right. See. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's see. Wait. No, no. Wait. Breaking news. Man playing Mr. Met found with. The, wait, come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, breaking news. Man playing Mr. Met arrested after two pounds of cocaine and fentanyl were in his car at City Field. Yeah. Mr. Met was moving weight. <laughs> and the best part is, of course, they like they pull up a video to go with like the New York, uh, the New York Post's uh, like Twitter, and, and it's, it's just like, Mr. Met being Mr. Met. <laughs> it looks like is Mr. He, met at a rave. Is he? <laughs> it's like ah, uh. yeah, he's running. He's got a runny nose. That Mr. No, I'm kidding. I'm with you. I used to love the Mr. Met commercials on uh, Sports Center, the one where they're at lunch, and he's like. He was saying some really crazy stuff about Mrs. Met and whatever, oh. and Mister and it just and he just looks at him and it like zooms in, dude. So I'm still worried. I don't know. I mean, you know a lot about mascots. Maybe you have the inside scoop. We still have not heard whether or not the Seattle Kraken are going to have a mascot in their first. Well, granted, their first home game is not till the end of this month, but they start the season uh, next week on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean. Do you, do you they got to have a mascot. That seems really weird if you don't have a mascot. I mean, you're in there. You kind of know stuff. I, I know, dude. We interviewed uh, Nate Bastion, who's a uh, uh, one of the players for the for the Kraken, number fourteen. All right, had a goal last night, and that was like one of my first questions. I'm like, look, dude, I have a lot of hard hitting questions. The most important one is, 
when are we going to find out about the mascot? He's like, I don't know what's going on with the mascot. He's like, I'm the wrong guy to ask. I'm like, you're on the freaking team. Get in there. Right? You say you need to see the GM right now. now. Stat. Is this about a contract? It's more important than my contract. My contract's already signed, Ron. (laughs) (laughs) I need to know about the mascot. What's going on, Ron? Do I need to go to Jerry or Tim or Tom? Like, are we professional? Or are we are we a new team and we don't want to be pros yet? Because we need a goddamn mascot. Dude, that would really piss me off. Because it's like, I've a, I've been on board with pretty much everything that they've done when it comes to how they've run this for organization, the players Dude. that they've picked, the things that they do in the community, the fact they're bringing in diversity. I think it's fantastic. The amount of gear I see in the city is unreal. It's bonkers, dude. It's yeah. so weird. To be a lifelong hockey fan, and remember when I first moved out here, if you found someone that liked hockey, it didn't even matter if they were a stupid Red Wings fan. You would still be happy to talk to them because you're like, another hockey fan. Now I don't know who's a hockey fan, but I know that there's a crap ton of Kraken fans, and it's awesome. Like We have so many like brand new hockey fans in this city. Yeah, like in my neighborhood in Capitol Hill, not the most sports-laden neighborhood. Yeah. So you see some hawk stuff or whatever. But, like, Kraken gear is everywhere. It's kind of like the hipster thing, too. Yeah. It's almost like the Sounders. Like, like the Sounders were when they started. It's like, oh, this is not the, this is not basketball, baseball, or football. This is like that slightly below those guys. So it's cool to like them kind of thing. Yeah. I'm all for it. I don't care why you're a Kraken fan. The fact that we have so many people sporting Kraken colors and Kraken shirts and all that is awesome. I, yeah, I'm with you. That was the same, right? We've had this conversation. Same thing when Sounders started. Like, right, there's people like me that didn't really know a ton, just kind of jumped up. Like, who cares? Oh, they don't know the sport. Who cares? They're there in the stands. They're supporting the team. That's all that matters. It pisses me off on social media when I see somebody that's like, you know, that, that what's that term? Gatekeeping. Trying to gatekeep hockey or trying to like hockey explain people, but you could tell they're being kind of a dick about it. And you're like, yeah, dude. We've bitched for so long not having a hockey team here, and now you want to crap on people who want to be a part of the fan base? That seems really stupid. Yeah, and you're just going to have some of those conversations, right? Like with soccer, the hardest thing to explain to somebody is offsides, which I got called for twice on Sunday. Ted, what the hell, man? I got I got anxious, Steve. What the hell? Playing up front. I just turned and started sprinting, and then I heard the whistle. And I was like, ah, oh, Christ, I was are off. You the, are you the Jermaine Effetti of, the C- of, of your soccer team? Remember when he was on the Seahawks? He was always doing something wrong. It was and I love the guy. Well, I almost had a goal, and everybody was like, offsides. And I was, he was like, no, you were clearly on. And then the next two plays, I was off. So... For hockey, it's offsides, but even more difficult to explain this one is icing. Icing, right. Icing, right. And you're going to have those conversations. I always tell people, go watch, go online, go to YouTube, and just type in Snoop Dogg Hockey 101. There's like eight, two to three minute long episodes of Snoop Dogg explaining the rules of hockey and the traditions, and he nails it. And the three or three line or two line pass. That's no longer around. That's no longer around. Okay. I used to hate that because yeah. I was like... This is going to, we're going to make people's brain hurt. But like, there's all these different lines on the ice. If the puck crosses two different lines, they call that a two two line pass to keep it as simple as possible. It would be like a home run. It'd be like a hail mary pass in football. Right. But them telling you that you can't do that, which was such a crappy thing because it's like, don't you want like these big over the top moments? Like that's like a that's like a cool moment when someone hits like a, a pass that deep and then they just go in breakaway score or whatever. Well, maybe red line to red lines, but I mean like. I don't know if you're passing it all three, but like there's decent passes you like that can go from a red line to a blue line, then hit that dude as he gets onside. Absolutely, but it's like I I think back then there was a, there was obviously a good enough reason I'm sure behind it, but it just to me it's like yeah if someone wants to hang on the other end of the ice that's on his team to deal with. Like if he, if they're okay with that and it works great, like they come like right. the cherry pick. I was gonna say if he wants to cherry pick, let him do it. Oh man, that, yeah, I used to hate cherry pickers when I was playing rec league because I'm just like come on man. It, the worst is basketball. 
Because the yeah. dude can just stand there. Yeah. I'm open. I'm open. You play some defense, man. I'm sucking wind down dude, here. Hockey, it's the worst because they have the stick. You always have that guy slapping the stick on the ice. Here, here, I'm open. I'm open. I'm like, dude, stop. You're not that good. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they get it, they mess up. I'm like, oh, it was open. I thought you were open. What happened? I let out weird little noises in public. league. <gasps> like if I'm sprinting and I'm like, I can like, Which is, it's an instructional league, so I should just, I should yell something instructional, but. <laughs> My favorite, though, when we play is, like, when somebody on the other team pretends to be on your team, because, and, you know, oh, when yeah. someone's not looking, you're like, behind you, behind you, right behind you, and then they just drop it back, and they just handed the puck to the other team, you're like, come on, you gotta look before you send that puck off, or you gotta know your friend's voice. Do you ever pass it? All right, and then we'll stop nerding out, but, okay. like, sometimes, too, like. I won't look to my left, and I'll just assume somebody else is running, the, and I'll just kind of like center it, and I'm just like, oh, crap, there's nobody there. Yeah, I've seen that happen a lot in hockey. Yeah, like a, like a pass into a space. Like, I just I thought somebody would be there. We have a guy who loves to blame everything but himself on anything that happens on the ice. Oh, trust so, me, that's all me. I should have looked to my left before right. I just passed it to a but spot. But at least you're not like going, dude, I thought you were going to be there. Oh, that, no. That's what the, this guy would do like some weird stuff. And then just kind of like willy-nilly just send the puck to a random spot. And then it'll be hit, like the other team will grab it, come in and score. And he's just like, where were you, man? And the guy's just like, ah, I'm not like, I don't even know how to answer this. You yeah. idiot. Like, this you're, is- you're over there playing fiddlesticks with the goddamn puck. <laughs> or he'll like hand it over and like someone will score on me. He's just like, I, but where was the other guy? I'm like, you were the other guy. Like that was your job. <laughs> you did everything wrong. Stop blaming anyone but yourself. Like I, I remember one time I actually told this guy, and I'm just like, just stop. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't care if you cough up the puck a hundred times and they score ninety of them. Just shut up. Like, just don't apologize. Don't try and blame somebody else. Like, just leave me the f alone. I'm getting sick of your excuses. I'd rather you just cough it up and just kind of keep on going. <laughs> right. That's the too. Like. Don't talk to the keeper in like at whatever the sport is. Like the goaltender in hockey, the goalkeeper in soccer. Like, trust yep. me, he knows it's a soft goal. She knows it's a soft goal. Nobody feels worse that thing is in the oh, back of the dude. net than the person standing in front of it. Like, we don't we don't have to chirp them. We just tell them, hey, forget it. Let's go back. Right. Just keep, keep, keep going. going. Yeah, like the, you can tell the difference of a guy that's played at a higher level to someone who hasn't because the people who play at a higher level will not give you a hard time for giving up a crap goal. We yeah. know it was a crap goal. You Basically, know, right. their job is to almost treat, make you think that it wasn't as bad as it was. Exactly. And that's I always respect that. It's always like the, the guy's just like, I thought you had it. And I'm like, man, I, thought you were gonna, I didn't think you were going to have my goalie stick up your butt, but now you're going <laughs> to. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Ted Talks. Starring. Well, Steve, that leads us right into this week's TED Talk. Goalie sticks up the butt? Uh, well, you know, I was going to say, uh, maybe this is coming from a bad loss Friday night. But also in life, Steve, sometimes you get down. And look, it, I don't know what it is. It could be a relationship thing, could be a work thing. You might just wake up on the wrong side of the bed, as people say. You're just mm-hmm. in a bad mood. You're down. Yeah. And it's okay. Those are real feelings. You can be down for a while. Just get back up. Right. And and for a lot of people, you might listen to this and it might be something massive, right? Like getting back in shape or looking for a new career. But also just look, people everybody gets down. There mm-hmm. there is nobody I have ever met that's on that super high level of like 
are super happy level all the time. And if they are, they're probably lying to you. Right. They're just not showing the other side right. in so public. People get down. Mm-hmm. You get back up. Take some small steps and just get back into your routine. It's like that even when, like, when it, a lot of times you see in food, like, oh, yeah, like a, like a, a real, like, you know, real poor... Poor quality meals, like you just ate a lot of high calories, whatever it may be. Yeah. You could keep beating yourself up and continue to eat bad, or you just admit, all right, kind of fell off the wagon there. Tomorrow, I start back at it. Back on it. And just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, watch, you know what I mean? Like, look, we don't got to watch the tape. That was a bad loss. Let's put it in the back, put Man. it in the back of your mind. Let's forget about it and let's move forward. I know now we can say the word Mariners again on the podcast. And that was tough. It was like when yeah. they. And it's just like I had hope in that last, even in the, the in the ninth inning, where like Seager had the double, and you're like, okay, this is this is those moments, and of course nothing. And I'm like, why did I watch this? I put myself through this, and they went on Saturday, and then Sunday, I was just like, it was done before it was even like the game was over when it, like the game started, basically. Yeah, we. Ch- I asked somebody, I was like, I was like, what's the score of the Mariners game? And they were like, oh, they're already doing the Mariners thing. I was like, oh, how bad? They're like, we're already down seven. I was like, oh, yeah, right. It was, they got down seven or something early. And right? it was like four two or four. Okay, and then it became seven two rather quickly. All right, all right, and that's when I was two. like, it's not happening. And then you see like, like, oh, son of a bitch, and then Boston's gonna lose. And then in a weird way, I was happy they actually came from behind and won the game. That yeah. way, it's like. No matter what, we had no choice, chance. Yeah. At that point, it was just done. But what a great season. For sure. They, um, look, it energized the town again. It was, And I hope that energy continues into the next season. I got to imagine this team's going to be even better next year. But freaking 90 wins. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, that's, that's one of those things, too. If you said to somebody, look, you got to have 90 wins this year for the Mariners, people would have been like, good. And you think that probably would have got you into a wild card game. It's, yeah. Well, well, freaking look at, like, what, the Dodgers? They had to get like a, they're in a wild card spot with 106 I think, yeah, wins. I think they're playing tonight in a yes. wild card game. Like there's a potential their season will be done before the offseason, before the playoffs truly start. And they had 106 wins. And then if they do win this game, they're playing a team that had even more wins yeah. in the first round. Dude, I'm going to Milwaukee this weekend. You are? Yes. Oh my gosh. Are you, you're that big of a Brewers fan? <laughs> well, that's what I was just, that's what I was saying in the office earlier. Like it just timed out well. Are you going to go to a game? We are not. Okay. But we're staying down by the Deer District. I don't even we're, know what that is. It's like, you know, like, I feel like every city has them now. Like, in Baltimore, it was like Power Plant Live. It's like, mm-hmm. you've seen it on TV when the Bucks were winning. You know what I mean? It's like that center air area of a city where there's, like, restaurants kind of, like, surrounding it. Okay. And the restaurants it's like the cool. hot spot. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the you go in there, you watch the games. So, I think they're having parties down there for the watch games. But Milwaukee's got some cool bars. So, I think... Friday, I don't know what we're doing Friday when we get to town, but Saturday, I think we're going to get up, go over by the stadium, kind of tailgate in some old school bars, uh-huh. and then go back down to the Deer District and like watch it on giant TVs. That'd be fun, man. Yeah, that's what I'm like. What is it? Like, the Braves are taking on, right? Yeah, so I'm like, this should be a Brave fan just to piss people off. Oh, no. no don't do that. <laughs> no, you know me, man. I am. I am a chameleon when it comes to anything besides Maryland football. That's how I do. I'm saying, like, like, I was at a Husky tailgate two weeks ago, going bow down. But like, if we were in Pullman, I'd be like, go Cougs! Yeah, I'm gonna support whatever team I'm in town. And if I'm going to a game, I'm gonna get their gear. Yeah, gonna, yeah I'll get a hat. Like, screw it. Who cares? I get like my brother's been texting out pictures of our trips, and it's funny every trip. Like Michigan, Ted's a Michigan fan. Yeah, <laughs> LSU. Like, look at this guy, LSU. I think the one time we went to a Chicago White Sox game when we went to Chicago. And it just so happened they were playing the Mariners. All right. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. To go and be the opposing team's fan because 
legit, I'm a Mariners fan. So like that was, and I had a Mariners hat or a Mariners shirt. I can't remember, but I was already there with gear. So it was kind of cool to be able to go there and support the team. And I think the Chicago White Sox just crushed them. So nobody cared that we were Mariners fans in the, in the, in the stadium because they're just like, you guys are watching a really bad team. Yeah. And it's baseball. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really, well, outside of Giants Dodgers, I was going to say, you don't usually see fights in the stadium uh, at baseball games, but if you go online, you can probably find a few this year. Ooh, Giants Dodgers. That thing's legit. Yeah. Like I went I went to see once Giants Dodgers San Francisco Cinco de Mayo, right? So I mean, it's a was it a Sunday or so, so we're having a great time. And then as we're leaving, they had bobbleheads the Giants had given out and there's like some Dodger fans in front of us. And it's like a da- dad with like his adult children. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Ooh, look at you Dodger fans with Giants bobbleheads. And I mean, they turned around and were just like, F you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, wow, like this rivalry is intense. It's too chill out. It's just a sport. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And I saw, I went to spring training once and just went to a Dodgers game. So I bought a black Dodgers hat with the orange San Fran. But I couldn't wear it in Seattle anymore because the rivalry with the Niners was getting so big. People yeah. were all over me. And I was like, I remember that. All right. Yes. I love that hat. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, all right, I'll stop wearing this hat. Yeah, you can't like anything from San Francisco. I mean, it's, it's hard enough being a Metallica fan around here. <laughs> Seahawks fans get all pissed off. They're yeah. like, dude, we're only metal church. All right, let's take a quick break. Yeah. Uh, we come back, we'll get into the wide world of sports. Um, if we have time, I'll share with you the the trip from hell, from Portland back to, the, oh. to Tacoma. All right. It was, let's just say, the trip started at midnight. We I did not get home. Until 7.30 in the morning. What? Yes. The story is nuts. Whew. Yeah. I was thinking about you because I know like you were on the fence at one point of maybe coming. Yeah. And I'm like, that's ah, probably a good thing you didn't come to this one because it was rough. Ooh, that uh, is brutal. The story's pretty epic. And it, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. If we have time, we'll get into that when the Mega Cats returns. They say I should say something nice about Ted and Steve. These guys are so dumb that you'll feel way smarter just by listening. How's that? The Megacast will be back. You know that totally distinctive smell of WD-40? Well, it's autumn, and if you need to fix a squeaky hinge or clean and protect your tools, but you don't want that oily smell, now there's Pumpkin Spice WD-40. That's right. It stops squeaks, loosens rusted parts, drives out moisture, and smells like Grandma's Pumpkin Pie at Thanksgiving. Hey, honey, I think that rusted bicycle chain has enough on it. Hold on. Just a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin Spice WD-40. Available now at your local auto parts store next to the Pumpkin Spice windshield wipers and Pumpkin Spice radiator fluid. I feel like I am stuck at a party that I didn't even want to be invited to. The Megacast is back. All right, Ted. Book it. Book it. God, it freaks me out these things don't turn on. Oh, the lights. Yeah. You said book it, right? Not F it. Book it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Spanning the globe to 
bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Yo. You know I'm going to be Team Smith till I die. I feel like we might have somebody to have, uh, we, we have beef with somebody. With some what celebrities. Up? I don't know if you heard about the latest people jumping into the world of popcorn. I should mention, I believe they have a lemon meringue flavor out now this month. Pat. <laughs> Oh, he was amazing. fired up last night because the Reds, because the Sox beat the Yankees. <laughs> oh, I ate a lot of popcorn. <laughs> Pat, that's awesome. Lemon meringue. Well, yo, it's now Smith family versus the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers are getting into popcorn? It's called Rob. I don't even want to give the name. You know what? No. The Jonas Brothers popcorn, we'll just call it. Right, because we got Cobbs and we got Smith family popcorn. Right. We don't need the Jonas. Yeah, you know what? Teaming up together with the. It feels like, you know, East Coast, West Coast. We got to combine. And take out wherever the Jonases are from. Oh, boy, though. We have a problem. I think What's my that? wife might jump ship because their popcorn is vegan. All of it? I guess so. It's vegan, GMO-free, and gluten-free. You know what? Screw it, Steve. Do we embrace them? No. Okay. We blind taste test. I'm, I got my money on Tuscan. What's it? Tuscan Joy? Tuscan or? Joy will not be topped by the no! Jonas Brothers. I'm not even vegan, and I like Tuscan Joy. Joe Jonas could serve it to me by hand into my mouth, the popcorn. Jonas Brothers, don't you have enough? Right. I mean, can my family start a small business? Can they make some money? Could Cobb and Rowan, when they open Cobb's popcorn shop in the market, can they have a business? And you guys have everything already. I used to like you, Jonas Brothers, and now it's obvious they hate the small business owner. They do. They're keeping the man down. They are. They are the man. No, they're keeping us down. That's right. Yeah. The man's keeping us down. Yeah. But we, I, yeah. Jonas Brothers are the man. Yeah, piss off Jonas Brothers. Yeah. I'm not listening to Cake by the Ocean either, because one of the brothers is in that band. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm not eating Cake now. by the Ocean sounds crappy anyhow. It's the worst. Yeah. Everybody I mean, up. meat popcorn. Smith Valley popcorn by the ocean. Kiss my ass. I'll shove a hockey stick up yours. <laughs> All right. Let's get back into the world of sports. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Wow. <laughs> We're going to talk Mariners. We did. As you Seahawks say, won. Good se- I Literally, I won't. Mariners, good season. Terps, loss. Ugh. Hawks, win. Big win. It was. Sounders are still rolling. Watch that it, Saturday or Sunday night as well. What did they win? Like 3 nothing, 3 nil. It was. Yeah, it was yep. 3 nil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, easy match. Get it going. Uh, yeah, Seahawks, look. It helps a ton. <laughs> Garofalo and, uh, and Robbie Gold were not in the second half. But hey. It's the NFL. You take W's where you get them. And the Rams, I do think right now, are a better team. But it's going to be prime time Thursday night in Seattle. And we all know weird ass happens. Russ always shines in the prime time lights. Yeah. Uh, divisional matches, it doesn't matter who's the better team, as we've learned over the years. Remember when the Rams were a crappy team, they were still beating the Seahawks handedly. Even when they were like. in St. Louis. Like yes. something with the Rams. Like, like, I'm willing to bet money that this game will be decided by seven points or less. I feel like it's going to be a three-point game, and it, uh, I'm yeah. not going to get any sleep, and that's really rude of them to do that to me. It, Steve, it is. Yeah. I mean, and the Rams, I think everybody thought they were going to beat the Cardinals, and the Cardinals just crushed them and embarrassed them. I was shocked. Yeah. I picked the Rams. Like, the other problem is, man, the NFC West is just so good. 
I really think whoever comes out of the, I mean, it's like a no brainer, but like whoever wins the NFC West, like is has the better record against the other NFC West teams, will probably be the top team in this division. The only problem when you have a division this good and that competitive is that sometimes you beat up on each other, kind of cannibalize each other. Yeah, right. So then you end up with damn Green Bay having the uh, home field advantage again. I have a feeling that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't think this. I don't think anyone in the NFC West is going to have the top record in the NFC. Yeah, just because of how good. I mean, all the teams are good, dude. I got nervous when Garoppolo went down. I'm like Trey Lance. Like, here we go again. Like, it seems like whenever the Seahawks have to play someone that's like the new guy or the the, the backup quarterback, and he, this guy's arguably going to be their starter at some point, relatively soon within the next year or so, I'd imagine. Like, I was just like, oh, here we go. We're going to be the team that lets gives him the confidence to become the starting quarterback. Yeah, like that guy's going to be trouble later in the year if he's still playing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good stuff, though. It is. That's what I'm saying. Take W's where you can get them. Yep. Don't, we don't lose three in a row in Seattle. Kraken won yesterday. Wrapped up a very good preseason. Shut out. Got Who do me. they open up with next week? Vegas on Tuesday in Vegas. Ooh, all right. All right. Yeah, that's going to be on ESPN, too. That's a primetime game. No kidding. Yep. 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 I'll watch, it, I'll watch it on mute while I'm taping the podcast. Yes. Well, the game's probably going to start at 7. Oh, that's a good point. Because it's West Coast. All right. Yeah, I'll watch the third period. Dude, we haven't even hit regular season, and my wife just said, I, I maybe regret agreeing to watch every single cracking game. <laughs> she like, said that? Well, because I told her, I'm like, when we got the house, I was like, I should set up like a hockey room, like a, a man cave kind of thing. She's like, why do you need that? I'm like, well, when the, when the Kraken play, that way I don't have to bug you and I can watch the games you know, on my own. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, I'll watch the games with you. I'm not going to make you do that. And she's just like, I kind of wish we had a second TV in the living room because I'm like, I'll watch the games on my phone. I don't care. Like, I'll just put a little earpiece in. And she's like, no, I agree to it. I'm like, just so you know, a lot of the games will be on the East Coast. And those games start at four, which means by the time, because, you know, really the only time we get to enjoy television as a, a husband and wife is like 730 by the time Tatum goes to bed. Up until then, it's usually kids cartoons or no television at all. So I'm like, just be happy when they play on the East Coast because the games will be done by the time we actually can watch TV together. Plus, like, look, I'm not married, so I don't know how you broach a subject, but like, they, like, uh, it's not for you, honey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I did. Like, one point, I like, wouldn't mind having a room to watch sports separate, like, for me. Yeah, right. I know. I know, dude. It, that's. I, I finally had to just give up on that battle. All right. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't. She doesn't understand the concept of a man man cave. Like, no matter how hard I try to explain it to her, she, she just is like, I don't understand why you need a room. This whole house is our room together. I'm like, no, this whole house is your house. Like, right, I'm, it's, I'm, it's your house. Right. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I love our house, and I love how it's decorated. And I wouldn't want to decorate it the way that I would decorate it because it would be a pile. But I want one room to be a pile. Yeah. And she's like, well, what about the garage? I'm like, there's two cars in there. How am I supposed to make that work? So, right. So a lot of people do that, but you're right. You can't park in there then. And I'd much rather park come winter season. I don't want my car outside. Yeah. Like at I, four in the morning. Like my buddy, Matty C, his old house, right? Like they just didn't park in there. So he built a little pub in his garage and right. it was awesome. Yeah. I know a lot of people do like they'll put a gym in there. I want my garage for my car. I know it's crazy, but like, that is wild. I know. I just like it when first thing in the morning and I leave for work, I don't want to like scrape, scrape ice across. and stuff. Yeah. 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 So, eh, what are you going to do? I don't know, Steve. I'm a, you got to get a room for sports. <laughs> yeah, that or I'm just going to have to like get my iPad out and I'll watch the game on my lap and I'll just put like a little earpiece in. I don't mind that. Yeah, all right. Because if it's close enough to your face, everything's a big screen. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. You know, like, oh, we'll, we'll play it by ear. But man, I'm excited. The season's going to start. We don't know who the mascot's going to be, but boy, oh boy, I'm, I'm pumped. 
So 10. Uh, Saturday, I went to Portland for DOA Pro Wrestling's 13th anniversary. All right. It's the first show, wrestling show back in Portland in, since the pandemic. So like 18-something months. I was going to say, right. I, I'm just calling it two years now. Yeah, I might as well just say a couple years. Yeah. So a couple days beforehand, I'm just used to, when I used to go to DOA, they would have their shows at Harvey's Comedy Club. Maybe like 100 people were in there, and it was right. packed, like for a small room. And it was a really fun vibe. So I had that in my head, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just wrestle in front of a, a, a hundred people. Somebody told me, like, oh, yeah, about 350 tickets are sold already. They're going to have it at an armory. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, that's that's exciting. By the time we get there, there's a line out the building. Um, and it's insane, dude. Like, over, I'd say maybe a little over or just under 500 people ended up coming to this wrestling event. The place wow. was buzzing and the crowd was amazing they were into everything had a cool vibe in there everything was great we took the party bus our where were you at on the uh, bill second nice which is perfect because that's the that's the match with the least expectations all right first match in the world of wrestling give you like super brief way to the match your first match is like they used to be the curtain jerker where it was like just whatever people are working their way in but these days people expect a super hot first match. All right. You have guys going crazy, balls out, high flyers, big dives, gets the crowd just full of energy. You bring them to the high of highs. The next match, cool them off. My favorite spot to be in the match. Nice. Because my style, not high flying, not crazy, very <laughs> basic, old school 80s style. I'm here to cool you off. So I was, I was excited to be a part. A comedy match is also good there. So ours had a little bit of that as well. So that was perfect. Took the party bus up. Shout out to Lion Pride Party Bus. Uh, Rich yeah. took us. It's always great seeing him. We had all the Washington wrestlers in the bus, like 14 all right. of us. All right. They were, they, 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 last time we took a party bus, it was like one of the short buses. This was the big one with the stage up above and the DJ booth in oh, the Oh, man. Oh. Still one of the best nights ever. Dude, it was great. We're just rolling in style. We get there, having a blast. My match is done. I didn't get hurt. Uh the microphone, we had some microphone issues. We worked through it, but I needed it for like, I cut an opening promo. That place hated me. And it oh, was nice. awesome. And win the match, not a big deal. Maybe use Ooh. my belt as a weapon. Who knows? I mean, you have to go watch the tape. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but, anyways, dude, it was awesome. Had a great time. Match was fun. Crowd hates me. We leave the match feeling good. Get to the back. Everything's good. Get all my stuff off. Now I'm enjoying the matches for the rest of the night. I'm having some drinks, just hanging nice. out, BSing. Everyone's you get having, vodka? Did you get a beer in you? I had some Pink Whitney. All right, all right. I love that stuff. Bro, I went to Safeway before, just like so I'd have it for afterwards. Yeah. $10 a bottle. Oh. So I bought two. I was, I was saying, I hope you bought three just to have I should have bought three, dude. We went through, well, my buddy Austin, uh, Jacob Oso, he goes by, sorry, uh, he got hit hard in the ribs and hurt himself. So he was not feeling all that great after the match. And he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. You know what would help that? He's like, what am I, Pink Whitney? He's like, yeah, let's go. So him and I went back to the bus, and some people would pop in every once in a while, but him and I pretty much finished one of those bottles. Nice. Like, before intermission. Now, we're just buzzing. Oh, you're having, having a great time. Having a great time. More matches go on. Just good to see people. Met a lot of the, like, the old dogs of the Portland wrestling scene All because right. it was like a celebration of 13 years, so they were having the past, present, and future of Portland wrestling, and it was I was kind of honored that I was considered part of the, the present, you know? Yeah. And all those guys were great. This guy, Jason Sullivan. Uh, the, there was a few other guys as well I've never met before. Just good dudes, right? All right. Had a great time. Night ends. We're like, all right, time to go. One of the guys was like, can we go to Denny's? I'm like, dude, I'd love to because everyone wanted, like, a lot of the Portland guys were going to go there afterwards. I was like, but it's midnight. By the time we get food, 
finish. It's gonna be like one thirty, two o'clock. I was just gonna say you're you're probably pushing two a.m. because there's a lot of people that want to go to Denny's at midnight. Absolutely, not just us, but fans. Everybody's gonna want to go. Yeah. Just random drunk people in the neighborhood. Absolutely. So I'm like, why don't we just go find somewhere to get food, take it up to, you know, hopefully we get into a fast food place. It's kind of hard with the party bus. Yeah. But if not, just go to a convenience store, grab a bunch of food. Let's just get on the road because by the time we get back, it's going to be late. So we do that. We're having fun on the party bus. We're laughing, Do you fast food or just sandwiches from the- 7-Eleven. All right. <laughs> it worked. I had an ice cream sandwich for my post-match. Oh, I like that you finally ate one. Dude, Instead of just leaving it in my fridge, I freezer. almost texted you a picture of me with it in my mouth, and it was me and my buddy Turner. I was like, I'm getting ice cream sandwich. He goes, that sounds amazing. So the two of us, everyone else is eating food, and the two of us are on the bus just eating ice Have cream. I met him? I don't know if you have. Big dude. I follow him on Twitter. He intimidates me. He's the greatest guy in the world. I just, he just looks so like, mm, in his he picture. Is. No, right. I mean, that's the guy you want on your side. All right. Definitely. Yeah. Dave Turner's truly one of my favorite people in the world of wrestling. Like, I love the guy. Like, I... Uh, you would love him. Like yeah. he could he par- he would party with us. Nice. He's like that kind of guy. Good dude. So we're enjoying our ice cream sandwich. Everyone's having a blast. We hit um I think we're in like the Kelso Longview area. So we're okay. we've been going for a minute, yeah. but we still got some time before we we're going to get home. All of a sudden we we just stopped to get some stuff, like food or snacks or whatever. Back on the road. We haven't gotten on the freeway yet, but all of a sudden we hear it felt like Rich just drove over a curb aggressively. And I'm like the hell was that and then someone's like oh no we didn't we hit something we hit something i mean the, first of all the party bus is a tank barely felt this yeah then our buddy ethan you know ethan hd yeah <laughs> i'm looking back on it now it's hilarious but at the moment it sobered me up really quick he goes oh s we just hit a person and i'm like you gotta be kidding me like what the hell and he's like dude straight up hit a person he's lying down out there I'm like, what? He goes, oh, I'm just messing with you. I have no idea what happened. I'm oh, like, my God. Sick. Like, you ass hat. Like, yeah. Turns out somebody just barreled into the freaking bus, nailed it, and drove off. Like, bounced off the bus and drove off. Like, rear-ended you? No, like, head on. Like, just drove into the bus. Like, must have blew a light or a stop sign and, like, went, like, like almost like a T. Jesus. Boom. Hit us. Drove right off. Had to be a drunk driver. Yeah, for sure. Run. I mean, it's like 2 in the morning. You know what I mean? So Or one thirty in the morning. So we're like, oh, crap. That sucks. But I, like, but it felt like we should be fine. So we go out, get a flashlight on it, realize that it hit so hard, it ripped off some of the lug nuts on the tire, and that something was leaking fluid out of the car, out of the, out of the bus. And Rich's like, I can't drive it. Call the cops. Also, just to report that it was a hit and run. Yeah. Hopefully we could they could stop that guy before something worse happens, you know, or hopefully that guy realized I need to get off the road and calm the F down because I'm dangerous. And the cops were pretty funny, They're like, Yeah, you guys probably can't go anywhere. Sorry to hear that, and sorry that you're stuck in such a sh oh, oh. A, a poop hole of a town. <laughs> I'm guessing those had to be stadies if they're riffing on the town. Uh, there were one of them that said there's only four cops right now working. And we were two of them. No, they were like locals. Oh, no kidding. And they just straight up called it a, a crab hole. It was hilarious. Jeez. So now we're like, what do we do? So I was like, Rich, because like, I don't know what to do. Like Some guys are checking Uber. It's like a $250 Uber to get back to Tacoma, where all yeah. everyone's cars are. It's like, you got to be freaking kidding me. So I was like, Rich, hey, can we call Levi? Maybe he can send somebody or he can come with one of the other party buses. I mean- it's that or we're all going to spend a lot of money to get back to either by hotel or by Uber. you know. And he's like, I don't even know if Levi's up. I'm like, can you check? He's like, yeah, no problem. So he calls. Turns out Levi just got done with a bachelorette party 
and was just like, I just, you know, he was he wasn't ready to go to bed because he had a great time. He finished, you know, working not working the bachelor party. He wasn't a dancer. You know, he was the limo or the party bus driver. Right. So he's like, yeah, screw it, man. I'll come get you guys. So, but that was like another two hours. We had to wait like an hour. You got to wait for him to drive down to get to you. Yes. So now all of us are just either passed out or some kept drinking. I closed my eyes because I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to get any sleep. Don't mind you also, I'm I'm hoping I was going to get home to get a good amount of sleep because the next day is my birthday. And, you know, and even like uh, uh, Jacob Oso is just like, happy birthday, Migs. Like, and we're like, oh. So he comes, picks us up. We all cram into one of the smaller buses, go straight back to Tacoma. It's six something in the morning. By the time we get to Tacoma to drop everyone off, by the time we get to my house, it's like seven something. Go in the front door or go in through the garage door into the house. There's my wife, my child, and our dog all awake singing happy birthday. And I'm like, oh, no. I, I, and my wife, I love her for this. She's like, you know what I got you for your birthday? I'm like, what? The freedom to go upstairs and sleep until you feel better. It's like, thank you. I was like, that's so sweet, but also like. <laughs> Like not now, please. She's not now. It was so cute. It was like I was melting my heart. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. But I'm also still kind of drunk. Yeah. Cockeyed, miserable, and tired because, like, you know, when Levi got in there, he wants to drink, and because he's not driving now, right? You know, so and everyone else is like pretty much zombies. And I'm struggling, but I'm like, I don't want to like leave him. I'm like, I'm gonna be like, Levi, thanks for coming to get us. Can I go take a nap? So I stood up with him and hung out and, you know, just laughed and joked and stuff. But I was, like, struggling. Oi. Uh, so, yeah, that's that was <laughs> – even, like, uh, Shauna, who was with us, one of the, the – she runs the wrestling school that I go to, the Buddy Wayne Academy. Her late husband, he always had a thing that said, the road will own you in World of Wrestling. Jesus. And she put up a post that said, my husband used to – he made up his own term or his own saying, and it was, the road will own you. Never have I felt it more than I have today. And I was like, yeah, that the road owned us. Yeah, that's brutal. Oh, man, dude. I still think the funniest part, though, was Ethan yelling that we hit a person. Yeah, he's out there laying in the street. <laughs> like, yep, I, hit him. I would I would have lost it. I was about to cry. I was like, we did not kill a man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, I was glad. I, I, I was, that was one of the things I thought of when I finally got home. I'm like, man, I would have felt terrible. It's not my, it was weird because I felt bad. Even though it's not my fault. No, 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 no. It's nobody's fault except the idiot that hit you. And like somebody brought up even like on Facebook, I think when some of us were talking, like end of the day, thank God it was a bus and not one of us like in a van or or, or like or a, 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 a car. car. Yeah, like, somebody would have gotten really hurt. We would probably mur- like or even one of the other party buses. It could have been a lot uglier. Yeah. Like the fact that we were in the biggest one that basically is a gutted out school bus. I mean, it is. Yeah. Like we were in a tank of a vehicle. It could have been a lot worse. Oof. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Best part, Turner, I'm sitting next to him. He goes, both times uh, we've been in this bus, something's happened with the wheel. Like, you know, because the last time we blew a flat tire. Yeah. And this time we had a hit and run. And I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. You know, in the eight years I've used it with my hockey team, never once a problem. And he goes, so what are you saying? It's us that's the problem? I'm like, yep. It could and be. He, and he started laughing. Like, we both started laughing. Like, he was trying to give me crap. Like, as if it was like... This bus is cursed, and I'm like, we threw it right back at it. I'm like, no, it's not the bus. It's the wrestlers. Yeah, we've taken it over the past when it's been sketch. We've never had a problem. No. Remember, we found people that helped us out at AutoZone in Spokane on a Sunday afternoon. They fixed our car in exchange for beer and bong hits. Jesus. Uh, <sighs> that yeah. was the road trip from hell. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't change, though. Made for a fun story. And hey, you got to win. 
And I won. And I'm going back, I think, in December or January. I'm going back to wrestle there. All right. They hated me so much, they want me back. I like that. I know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a fun thing in life that you could do something so that an entire room can hate you, and that's considered a job well done. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not often you get that in, in life. No. <laughs> All right. Um, so are you in town next week? Yeah, yeah. Just okay. a quick uh, weekend trip. I'll be back Tuesday. The hell, man. All you guys leaving. Man, yeah. Those guys are going to Aftershock. They are. You're going to the Brewers. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I'm just getting back later, so yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. It'll be good, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Have a blast. Yeah. I'm going to drink a Bloody Mary. I don't even like them, but we're going to a bar that's famous for them. Like, getting one. Are they famous because they put a bunch of crap in it? Uh, And it's just, like, giant. Mm-hmm. Like, my bu- I was talking to a buddy yesterday, and he's like, look, he's like, I know you like to drink beers and stuff. He's like... He's like, Milwaukee is a drinking town. Yeah. And he's like, they're obsessed with Bloody Mary. So, like, you know the giant 32-ounce mug? Mm-hmm. That's, like, what they serve them in at a lot of places. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like a good Bloody Mary, but one and done. I'm with you. I usually get bored, but I'm like, they're famous for it. There's going to be, like, crazy stuff in there. Like, I'm getting it. I hope it has a grilled cheese sandwich in there. I hope it has a little slider. Even better. Yeah. Or some prawns. What'd you have for breakfast? I had a slider and two fried shrimp and then a giant Bloody Mary. <laughs> Had my uh, signature pizza yesterday at Wicked Pie Pizza, the, the Migs with one G. Nice. Yeah, it was funny. I met Matt Farmer and I went and grabbed lunch. He's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, you want to try Wicked Pie? He goes, yeah, sure. I heard about that place. We go there and he looks at me. He's looking at the menu. He goes, did you pick this place because there's, a, there's something on the menu named after you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> like, damn straight I did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I haven't been here in a while. I wanted to enjoy it myself. Yeah, that's and why you picked it. And the waitress is like, wait, you have a me- there's something on this menu named after you? I'm like, yeah. She's like, wait, are you Migs? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I've been working here for three months. I've been waiting to meet you. It's about time you made it in here. Good. <laughs> that's why I came, to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back uh, then next week. Yeah, uh, we're on. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Do it. Have fun this weekend. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. I'd say go Kraken, but we're back before the Kraken start. <laughs> See ya.